Welcome back, everyone. Today, uh, you got Dell and I again, and we are going to discuss a question we get from time to time. Uh, actually, now I think in our career more than ever, which is how we've designed our team and why. And we, I feel, have, have been the beneficiary of seeing uh, many, 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 many ways to design a team, an agency, even hell, even a brokerage, um, just from our mentors and, and the people who we talk to uh, in real estate. And, um, and we've seen the good, bad, and ugly through Exactly. That. And, and so we're reporting from personal experience as well as to contextualize a little bit. We're reporting from this on a uh, standpoint of where we want to go in the business, not necessarily where everyone wants to go in the business. This is just so how we've chosen to do it. This is just how we've chosen to do it. So, Dell, you want to explain to start us off? What's our current setup? Yeah. Um, actually, before I say the current setup, I'll just say where we started and then how sure, we yeah, added, yeah, yeah. added the layers. So originally, me and Stuart, both individual, as we met, solo agents, partnered up. Um, and we'll probably do a pod about that one day. But uh, we became business partners and then started our brand and team basically at that point, which is Live Distinct. Um, then we were kind of scrapping our way, strapping our boots through that kind of had a part-time assistance and, you know, help in the office. Um, and then we were like, now we're serious business is growing and we need like full-time help. And then we started really taking a deep dive into our business and seeing where we, we, we had gaps. What were we most productive about? Uh, doing ourselves and then start implementing from there. So the way our team looks right now today is myself and Stuart as team leads of Live Distinct. We have a director of operation who handles kind of all of the back end systems and operations of our team. Then we have a real estate agent who does list and buy. We have a web um, team, if you want to call him, but it's, it's led by one individual. Then we have a marketing uh, individual and then a media uh, and video production person. That's kind of the full gamut of our, our team as it stands today and and how we operate. And, and, to, and to clarify too, so the the admin person is the only one who is a full-time w2 staff correct we have the marketing uh coordinator is a on a retainer as but is she still the, freelances as is the media uh manager as well who does all our photo and video so and uh, the web and the web team and the web team so the all three of those individuals get paid monthly from us and they have other clients that they take care of as well so they're not full time, but we use a lot of their time. And yeah. so we pay them uh, well. Yeah. And, and they and, feel like they're a part of the team. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're not, you know, we don't treat these people like they're in a silo of, you know, whatever business and they just do certain things. Like they're they're a core part of our team. So Definitely. they'll come to our biweekly team meetings. They're, they they know our brand intimately. They they, they would give suggest they will they they know our brand enough to give suggestions on what we should be doing with our brand. Yep. So I think early on what Dell and I discovered is um for us we needed a couple of things to change in our business. Like we needed to be able to move very quickly and we needed to market ourselves in a way that was differentiated from our market. Both of those things were impossible to accomplish within 
the uh, exact setup we had in our business based on how we were set up and our brokerage was set up. So we decided to um, hire for those items yeah. and, and, and adapt and, and grow in the way that we thought, okay, we have the speed and we have the differentiation. Now it's just putting the puzzle pieces together. Um, we got there after we hired an assistant. So the assistant was the first hire. Yeah. Then the... Before, before we go to the next part, when did we know that we needed to hire someone full time? Like, because people get to that point, like, where should we do it now? When should we do it? Like, where, where do we go? Like, when did we know that we needed to have a full time assistant? Yeah. And was, how did we was, get there? It was, uh, well, we did the math. Yeah. We did the math and said, okay, like, because we, we went we, through a couple before we got right. to where we're at yeah, today. Yeah. We're, we're, we're making X, you know, we need to spend Y on an assistant. That's our budget. And, you know, if we could do it now, we, we would be able to free up time to do all these other things. Right. Yep. So it's, it's just, it's a very simple equation for us. It had to do with the volume of business we were doing in Denver. You do a lot of transactions because price point, you know, we don't have a ton of four, five, ten million dollar properties. You know, we, we, we do a lot in the 800 to 2 million range. And so, um, it was a high volume business where we are, you know, tra- we, we have a lot of transactions going on at any given time. So a lot of free time was offered by having an assistant. That person, we knew when we hired, as we expanded, like what we're always doing is thinking, okay, we bring this person in, what is their growth in the career? How are we developing that skill? It's not just hiring for that skill. It's seeing what is going to happen with this role in two, three, four, five years? And where's the team going to evolve to at that time so that we know we're making the right hire now and that we know how that role may flex and change. Yep. So um, we hired the assistant and then um, once that was running, the next hire was actually to put our photographer on retainer. And we did that pretty quickly. Um, we had a we had a a different individual than we use today um, at a thousand dollar a month retainer. And um, this we, is back in the day, so don't ask any photographer for thousand dollars a month unless you you know not. them. <laughs> definitely not. Um, and we were uh, running and gunning with that for a while. We did a lot of listing content, lifestyle content. We did some video content with them, and then. Um, after a while, we I think we ran that for about a year before we hired the marketing coordinator. What would yeah, you say? Yeah, yeah, it was at least a year, maybe a year and a half at the most. Yeah, year, year and a half yeah. around that time. Yeah. yeah, and then the business had grown a little bit, and then we folded in the marketing coordinator, and that's once things really started to be okay. Now, Dell and I don't spend any time on anything that's not income producing. Yep. So it's either one, it's either one of two things. We're we're focusing on, you know, negotiating deals, prospecting for new clients, and all of the work, you know, kind of um, on the business, or we're working in the business, which is focused on the vision, the expansion plan, the networking, the growth, etc. So um, we. That when we hired the marketing person and then we also had media and the assistant, it was all of a sudden we are fully freed of kind of the more tedious aspects. We and are the, creating flyers and back yeah. and forth of pictures and 
stuff that doing ages, any paperwork. Yeah, not no no paperwork or like just the the day to day marketing of you being a real estate agent was com- it, it for us is completely handed off besides two hours a week mm-hmm. in our meetings that's all we talk about marketing we we have our our we we meet every monday and friday and then we'll probably spend an hour on you know each of those days talking to our marketing coordinator about all the things that we want to accomplish that week and then she just goes and implements and it's yeah. pretty much done and I don't know why, but there's not many, uh, I don't know of any other in our market that has that setup. No, I think most people think, and I actually think that it should be more of this, but it just never will work this way. A lot of people do want their brokerage to provide this piece. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They, they, and, and brokerages do provide it, just not at the speed that we as a team needed it. Or we, differentiation. Yes. There's two things yep. there. Yeah. Yep. Those yeah. two are the, the key. Or, or, or what I think I see a lot of teams or, or, or brokers or agents, excuse me, try to do is they'll try to hire one person to do all, all of it. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm gonna and pay, then want to pay them peanuts. But yeah, I'm going to pay you the same wage or maybe, I don't know, five, ten thousand more a year to do. You're going to do all the marketing and all the admin and all the transaction coordination. It's it's one. It's impossible to get all that stuff done if you're doing a lot of business at a high level. But two, uh, that person, the skill set is not the same that, that the, the person who's really, really good at marketing and can help your team grow because of your marketing, they're not a transaction coordinator. No way. That is, those are such different skills of different people. Can, are you maybe capable? Yes. But like, you're not creating sustainable business culture. You're not creating happiness of that. Per- that person's going to leave every two years guaranteed Yeah, because yeah. they're overworked. They're underpaid and they're not utilizing their skills in ways that they want to utilize their skills, most importantly. And some, a lot of the times agents, and I've been guilty of doing this before hiring that person and thinking that they should do everything because you as an agent have been had that burden of doing everything and you feel like this person should now be able to do everything because you did. Um, but that person is not getting your pay and they're not working the same hours as you and they shouldn't need to. Um, and that's why you need to separate these things because what happens is you will put yourself into that category and, and put that ceiling above you if you try and squeeze all that juice out of this one person because now they cannot actually scale what they're doing because you're dumping so much work on them. Now you're wondering why your business isn't growing and you're trying to manage this person doing 50 things when they should be doing two and somebody else should be doing two and you need to be able to go out and do the income producing activities to do it. If you just have one person and you're trying to make them do everything, you you will hit a ceiling. Yeah. So that's us now. So again, right now, basically, we have the the two top agents, right? Myself and Delroy, we have one agent uh, on our team. We've got a strong admin uh, as well as the marketing manager and media manager and web manager, yeah. right? So... So there's there's about there's a six person squad. The the completion of the the team that that uh, six person squad will be the lucky number seven by the end of it, and there will be one other star agent joining the team. 
Um, we'll, we'll, we'll announce that when it happens, but there will be one additional person added right. to that team. So that's the short term. The short term is, is, is seven. And, yep. and that, Total. that, that's basically, uh, big enough to have an impact on the market in the way we want to have, but small enough to be one easy to manage at a high level, meaning high touch between each one of those individuals but two, um, really for Denver, and again, we're calibrating to our market, like there's not a great example of like a, a big team doing extremely well. And, and I think that for, for Denver itself, like there's not, there's no need to have more than that many people um, to service a large volume of clients very, very well. At yeah. different price points. Yeah, yeah. We could be proven wrong, but that that seems to be the the the, yeah. the, ba- the ba- based on based on last year's stats, it it is not been proven wrong yet. Yeah, based on what we saw in the marketplace. So that that for us is the sweet spot in terms of like production and 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 volume per agent is how we're looking at kind of the big team versus the smaller team structure. It's it's. From researching and looking at all of the different business models, we have seen that low uh, or sorry, boutique kind of style teams of high producers, high volume um, sales and transactions amount uh, end up being more impactful into the market um, than a large team doing smaller numbers individually. Yeah. And and where we think the, uh, you know, that setup arrives really at a point where, you know, we're uh, ideally, you know, Dell and I, again, are freed up to do the income producing things. Uh, we can grow the team by, uh, or grow the volume just by growing our clientele base. Um, you know, Dell and I do, we, the, the goal is, you know, a hundred mil between the two of us. And then the other agents will, you know, do 25 to 50 really. And uh, so a hundred, call it $150 million team, um, operationally, and uh, and that would and that's be, just four people. That would be the four people. Yep. So so that's the that's the short term goal. Um, we'll tell you a little bit about kind of some expansion plan goals because I think it helps to. I mean, we didn't we we took three years to get here, and we thought about being here and what that would mean and look like. So this has been a long term vision that's been executed. Um, now the next kind of long term vision is. Um, the live distinct team to have, you know, the same seven individuals in Denver. Um, but we would hire an actual CEO who would be basically, uh, leading the charge for, um, essentially think about it as a managing broker of our team. That's maybe the best way to kind of phrase it where that person is running challenges. They're managing agents. They're talking with clients about, um, challenges. They're going over HOA paperwork with clients. They're they're handling a lot of the nuts and bolts that is maybe higher level than an admin um, and a little more complex, but also um, uh, not something that maybe Delroy and I need to be doing, or so we can be freed up for other things. Yeah, we um, can still be we can still be producing, and that person is is really running with the live distinct flag and and banner and is and is able to kind of implement the vision um in additional markets without us yep and that yep that's where i was going with that too so we and ultimately have you know markets uh serviced in aspen and los angeles yep and that's where 
you know, ultimately, if we have three markets and the CEO kind of managing each of the three, Dell and I can still do the same things we're doing now, which is worry about production and um, our clients, our clients, and getting into higher price points while all of this stuff is properly managed uh, beneath us. Um, and, and just full transparency, um, we would likely pay that person based on a percentage of revenue rather they'd than be a, a they'd have an equity salary. share. They'd have an equity share in the company, uh, meaning, you know, well, it's a revenue share, not an equity share, I yeah. guess, but, um, a, a revenue share. Uh, so a, a piece of the pie each year based on a percentage that, you know, comes in from live distinct. And so, um, that's where we kind of see this evolving to, which would mean a couple of things, um, which we've talked about in other podcasts as well, the importance of, of creating this. This basically doesn't necessarily create guaranteed the highest income for me and Delroy. Um, and, and, and I think people would maybe question that. But what it does create is the most sustainable team model that I would know of that can do things at a high level, have fun, have a good culture, but also not be humongous and allow either me or Delroy or any member of our team, frankly, to step back for a moment, have a vacation, turn off their phone um, and know that things are being not just handled, but really properly handled and managed. And that's where, you know, our goal is to build a business where we don't need to be pedal to the metal in town 24-7 for it to operate at the same level of service and standard that we would if we were here pedal to the metal in town. And um, there's very few examples of this in real estate right now, in my opinion, because the, the very... Uh, I guess no brainer way to look at it is the more I produce and the more of that commission I take home, the more money I make. And it's all just about a, a feedback loop for you. Um, but if you take, if you, if you take a different approach to it um, and this is way more of a team collaborative approach, but the goal really would be to increase our volume and increase our price point such that doing all that stuff ourselves would not uh it, it would be less lucrative than than doing it with a team because of the volume yep definitely and and the thing is that that piece of it that balance i don't think it's it's almost like a uh a, a mystery problem to solve in real like agents don't even think that it even exists um and and i'll just say um Again, just coming coming from Mexico, it does exist. It exists. I just had a trip where literally I did not bring my laptop with me, and I probably had one phone call um, that I had to take in six days, seven days, six nights. So it can be done. You just have to have the right support systems and people in place. And I think going back to you know us and our original hires, it's all about finding the right people. Once you can secure and find the right people that you trust, that believe in the vision, and, you know, as we said, the, the people that we have on retainer, they're not full-time employees, but they believe in our vision as much as we do, and they're on board to kind of help shape it and push it to the next level. So if this is something you're trying to achieve, 
like it just know that it's possible once you get the right people in place but you have to know what your goal is out of it you have to know that oh yeah i want to have a boutique team or i want to have a massive team and then you have to start implementing those pieces um into the puzzle for yourself and how to do it and find successful examples um, of that in your market or throughout the country somewhere and speak to those people and find out how they did it and and every way can work in different markets but you just need to know what's going to work for you the best yep yep thanks guys